1: What's going on everybody and welcome <laughs> back to the first victory pod of 2022. Oh, I'm Jimmy and I'm back along with my good buddy Daniel Coozer Dan. You held
2: down the fort last week. I am back. How's it going? Uh- Thanks for coming back, man. It's a it's a rough time. I could just not be lazy and and book uh, someone to host with me, but I start thinking about the editing process. I've got people i got people reaching out to me saying like, if you if you need uh, someone to be on with you, and it's like, I, guys, I, needing and wanting is a whole different thing. You know, I probably You're need one, but I one don't. Man want one man wolf pack. I'm one man wolf pack, and I'm sitting here. Uh, it's I. The only thing is. When you're doing it on your own and you don't really take any breaks, I That's can't, uh, I can't pause, I can't mute it while you're yeah. talking. So I can get a glug, glug, glug of water mm-hmm. or uh, get myself a Thin Mint, by the way, uh, four cookies as a serving, which is blasphemy. Uh, <laughs> who's, there... who's not eating a whole sleeve of Thin Mints? Thin Mints are vegan? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, the bakers in this region make a vegan Thin Mint and mm-hmm. peanut butter patties. You eat those cookies together. Not only is that 1,700 calories, but it is a peanut butter thin mint. No, I don't want minty okay. peanut butter. You know what? Don't knock it until you try it. Or you can go back and forth. Om, peanut butter one, thin mint. Peanut butter, thin mint. And before you know it, boom, diabetes. I have a hot take. <laughs> I don't like peanut butter cookies. Uh, well, I mean, you, they're, those are good. They're chocolate-covered peanut butter cookies. Mm. I'm not talking about know. the dumb peanut butter don't give me some nutter butters that you had left over from an old vending machine <laughs> i'm talking like the peanut butter patties from girl scouts it's a novelty and they do them freaking like two months out of the year that's what they do man they you make it exclusive
1: Yep. It's
2: and marketing. it's like i it is it my stomach hates it and i, I have to use the bidet a little more than usual yeah. but i love it
1: i am a uh samoa's fan i guess the baker around here calls them the caramel delights caramel delights baby those Man. were my
2: favorite growing up you pop those in the fridge yeah life is good yeah can't have them now not vegan mm, that's a bummer you know what is vegan new vegan sausage at children's mercy park there you go they finally I listened to you i tried it it might have oh. been soaked in uh vegetable oil of some sort uh <laughs> and the veggies fell off i, I just it felt wet yeah. and i'm not sure it was supposed to be a wet sandwich but Slippery. It, it was it's it'll do in a pinch i'm not complaining but i'd be remiss if i didn't i'd be an idiot if i didn't go get it after I complained
1: i mean we were at media day last year you were at media day again this year i wasn't able to Mm -hmm. go but we were at media day last year and they had a whole they made a whole big thing about trying all the different food options and we get there like hey do you have anything vegan and they kind of looked at each other and it was almost like something clicked in their minds at that time where they realized oh shoot we don't Mm -hmm. have any vegan
2: options well i'm a little more excited i think the uh the the Mexican place is going to have uh, a vegan dish there as well uh, there later on later on in the year okay so wouldn't it, wouldn't I be such a jerk if you're like hey did you try that vegan sausage I'm like no I'm gonna try that <laughs> <laughs> well I'm glad they had something I just like the bitch yeah. yeah absolutely and and the sporting pay was giving people money just That's for awesome. signing up mm-hmm. did you do it
1: I, I didn't do it no because I was not in the country at the time I should, probably should have done it either way but I was still 10 hours ahead into the future. That's true. That's rough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still jet lagged. So I'm going to bed at 730 every night, waking up at four in the morning.
2: Well, you were in, uh, you know, you, you were at what, Canada? Where were you at?
1: No. I was in the, the United Arab Emirates.
2: The Bibbidi, Bibbidi, Babidi uh, Abu uh, Abu Dhabi Abu Bin Laden is that? No, no, <laughs> let's not not do that. Okay, well, you had fun. You you rode a camel and I did uh, ride
1: a camel twice.
2: Drank the milk out of its hump. I did like, not do that. Is, to do. No. is that what's in there? Milk water? No,
1: I think they you my so this might be an, uh, a a myth. But if I recall from my childhood, that the, the humps were there to help them store water in the desert.
2: Okay. So I don't know exactly
1: if that's actually accurate. Now I'm I'm gonna look this up so I'm not spreading misinformation.
2: So you just so you slice them open, not only so you gotta murder them and then drink his water.
1: Let's see here. The humps function to store fat, which can be converted to water and energy when sustenance is not available. So there you go.
2: For for the camel, not for the human,
1: not for the people. No.
2: Gotcha. I'm I misunderstood. I'm very embarrassed right now
1: no it's uh, i look, thought
2: it was like like a canteen for the human no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
1: i will say abu dhabi went there uh brother-in-law lives there uh it's great i had a great time fantastic place if you ever get a chance to go definitely worth it uh, we went to abu dhabi spent the day in dubai uh very cool experience uh people there very very lovely people hospitable very kind um definitely a lot of sand. It, it is a lot of sand. You uh, get is, sand
2: in places that we don't want to lots talk about? places. <laughs> uh, but
1: very cool cultural experience seeing different places. Got to go see the Grand Mosque, which is like the largest mosque in the world. Got the tour of that. Um, How was the food? Food? I mean, look, Middle Eastern food is my all-time favorite food. Oh, so, I made
2: Ethiopian stew last night. I'm all about it.
1: Yeah, I was in heaven. I mean, I could live off of, That's you not know, hummus East, and pita.
2: Just... Uh, no,
1: but Ethi- oh, Ethiopian food is really good, too. Little yeah. Jara. Uh, it's good
2: but you said middle east and i was like i i just totally changed the region on you You so. did
1: it's you know Cultural different appropriation concepts, but you know <laughs> but uh no the food was great so um lots of you know kebabs shawarma uh, that type of thing some tabbouleh oh, hummus tabbouleh roll call yogurt sauce that's uh right up my alley so that's good stuff all about it but yeah go check it out it's worth, worth you know If you're ever able to get there, it's a long flight. It was like 23 hours of flying because we didn't have a. I guess you can get get a direct flight from Chicago to Abu Dhabi. Did not know that. So what do you do on the flight? uh, Podcasts and uh, playing phone games through every level of Angry Birds on my phone. Oh my Um, lord! Like it's 2010.
2: So wow. So yeah, That's weird, man. I've never. Yeah, longest flight I've been on was. It's probably to uh la or something or, or seattle i don't know yeah
1: yeah it was a lot i mean three different flights to get there so but oh it was fun God. good time had a good time uh sporting played at like 2 30 in the morning when i was over there so that was fun you didn't stay uh, up did you no absolutely not oh. w- woke up looked at the press release sporting KC loses to atlanta three to one i was like yeah I'm glad i didn't stay up until two thirty yeah. in the morning for that one
2: that was a rough one. Uh, you and I really didn't. <laughs> we didn't debrief about that. But no. you didn't uh, did you go back and watch it at all? No, I saw the highlights. I wasn't okay. gonna go back. What I have a thing with sporting games,
1: or not sporting games, <laughs> but sports games in general. When I know the result, I, it's hard for me to go back and watch them. Gotcha. So gotcha. But well, you like
2: that with movies.
1: I mean, I don't like spoilers.
2: Exactly. So, so I'll just go ahead and tell you what happened in the Batman. And you're no. like, no, no.
1: See, like when it's a Great big movie. movie, like Avengers or a Star Wars movie or whatnot, I go like LeBron mode where I like get off social media. Like he's about to go into the NBA finals. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I'm not about to see, I don't even want to know, like do people think it's a good movie or not? Like you'll Change be your...
2: like,
1: <laughs> you, <laughs> you'll text me. You'll like, have you seen, you know, Spider-Man yet? And I'm like, no, don't tell me. Any, and you'd be like, is you'll start telling me what you thought about it. i'll be like stop it i don't want to know
2: well no one time i think i literally just said like something something pretty good yeah and we we're like don't say that I was like, what? <laughs> what the hell i don't know what okay it was a thing it yeah. was a movie
1: i saw a movie and it happened gosh yeah. dang it well Too it's because i think well i think i don't remember why this happened it was some movie it might have been a lord like the hobbit movie or whatnot where like one of my cousins was like oh it's it's everything we hoped for and then i'm like well now expectations are built up in my mind so then when i go see it and i'm like oh i was expecting this fantastic movie and it just kind of was like okay and now i actually think it's bad because it didn't meet my expectations
2: man why all right well okay that you didn't watch the Atlanta game, did you? Get to watch the Houston game at all, or you not live because
1: I was on a plane coming back? But I did watch the game after that. I was like, I, I got to going to be on a podcast talking about it. I have to at least watch watch that game. Um, okay,
2: you did watch the whole game,
1: but I, yeah, I watched the game. You know, and first half uneventful. Second half, obviously the the Voltaire goal that we'll we'll talk about and whatnot. Yeah, but absolutely. Um, before we jump into the game, I do want to mention we have a review. Oh, that I want to read do it uh it was from uh the username muppet cakes so Yum. and it's dated february 21st sometimes apple podcast is weird it doesn't show up like for a long time
2: yeah so, or maybe i forgot to check last week when i hosted it. it's whatever <laughs> but i think it's apple podcast fault
1: yeah probably uh it's titled fourth or fifth review five stars uh it says hello hello gents uh he literally writes it out that way i'm not doing an offensive Uh, british accent um (laughs) says it's your boy john Mayers on his second daughter's phone leaving you insightful gents a review again it's a five star keep up the great works let's go sporting thanks maddie cakes for letting me steal your phone
2: wow one can only hope that he has 11 daughters and (laughs) 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 he's like no kill me now (laughs) Oh, Johnny, always coming through, man. Appreciate that. That's
1: hilarious. So, thank you. If you have not left a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and do so. If you haven't left us a five-star rating on Spotify, go ahead and do so. We appreciate it. It helps us get found by more people. Yes. So, before we do jump into this game, something that happened in the middle of the week was Media Day. I was not able to be there because I was in Abu Dhabi, but you were there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want to hear a little bit about your experience and also sort of what your reaction was because Peter Verme is kind of just like nonchalantly broke some pretty Some major news. news at media day
2: <laughs> it was cool so i had my wife marissa come with me and she she's the producer of our show is what i called her uh <laughs> it kind of is when she gives us content she gives and feedback. ideas yeah she gives us ideas and stuff she's like you should have so and so on you should have so and so on she and definitely we, has we her
1: it. her fingerprints on the podcast in ways
2: right she's got her she's got her hooks in but no the uh uh we get in there and, and of course uh they show us down to uh I think i think sam did sam cobson i think he showed us mm-hmm. down to the seats we sat in the comfy seats this year oh down, there you uh, go the premium like sideline seats by the bench yeah so uh that was nice and then the sun came out and i was like really regretting this hoodie but i'm <laughs> pretty sure i have sweat stains under this so i'm gonna leave it on <laughs> yeah at least you won't get sunburn right i didn't need people to see wet pits or anything <laughs> on my gray shirt you know but anyways, it was, uh, yeah, Peter nonchalantly, first of all, breaks news that Jake Reed signed a five-year extension with the club, mm-hmm. which is cool. Puts him here through the World Cup, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's probably part of it too, right? Trying to uh, keep him on board for that whole process.
1: For sure. And, yeah. and look, let's be honest. I mean – he there's been some ups and downs, I think, and from the fan perspective in terms of things that have happened under Jake Reed's tenure, when, when they moved from Boulevard to Anheuser-Busch, that was a a down. Um, I think a pretty big thing that I think you have to give Jake Reed a lot of credit for is how they resolved this Valley sports issue over this last year that I'm, I mean, we don't know exactly how that happened, but I I would be shocked if Jake Reed did not have a, a very large hand in getting out of that contract and getting Sporting oh, sure. KC games on for, for fans.
2: Well, then uh, someone asked, you know, the questions were opened and someone asked Peter, you know, I can't help but notice Jose Maori's not out there. Uh, can you address the injuries? Uh, is, is he all right? Things like that. And he just goes, oh, "Well, maori's uh, we're, we're parting ways with Maori. and we were all just kind of like, what now? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Can you say that again? Yeah. It, it's just, uh, he broke it right there and everyone's like, OK, and then obviously speculation online is happening, showing a couple maybe not so good hustle plays on Jose's yeah. part. And we know Peter don't play that. And then then his whole thing, Johan Crozet, uh responded to someone on Instagram saying yeah. Peter's like a treats people like children. It's a whole thing.
1: Yeah. I, who, look, some players are not fits for Peter's system. That doesn't mean yeah. they're necessarily a bad players. I don't think Johan's a bad player. Uh, I don't think Jose Mari is a bad player. I mean, there were some moments of brilliance last year. Uh, he played a grand total of 632 minutes for Sporting KC. He made 10 total appearances. Eight of those were starts. His one appearance this year, he subbed in. 27 minutes later, was subbed out. And that that's not happen. a good sign.
2: That's not a good sign.
1: He was not uh, only subbed out, he was subbed out for Marino Zionis to come in as a sub in the midfield when he is not a midfielder. At least certainly yeah. not a midfielder in the way that they, they, they were wanting him to
2: play. That was different to watch. Uh, I didn't hate it, though, uh, the, the whole setup and everything. No, you know?
1: but I, I mean, we've seen before when a player's not given the full effort, Peter will yank him, and you won't see them for a long time, if ever again. I mean, Emiliano yeah. more. there were some questions about effort. Suddenly, he wasn't in the games. Next thing you know, sporting were parting ways with him. Same yeah. thing happened here with uh, Jose Mari, and it, you know, clearly it
2: wasn't a fit. Well, I'll tell you, uh, after all was said and done, and the questions and everything, you know, they feed us, and uh, they didn't have any vegan stuff in there, and that's okay. I, I don't. I'm only saying this because we talked about it. Like, I don't go to places, and I'm like, how dare they not represent? Me? Like, <laughs> like I don't care. That's that's not, you know if I want food, I plan ahead. I realize my restriction is my choice and whatever, you know, so I don't bitch about it, but, uh, Lawrence people sure do bitch about not being on the New Jersey with their area code. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Um,
1: but I mean, overall you're, I mean, you got to talk to some of the players or whatnot, media day,
2: good experience. It seems like, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, you know, they got a nice little media gift and, uh, What's well, nice that they really take care of everybody and they treat it. They treated us like, like, you know, kind of part of the family, I guess, mm-hmm. in a sense, like they, yeah. they're not just like, Oh, stupid media is here. You know what I mean? They, right. uh, and you know, you're up in the booth, man. They yeah. take care of you guys. And whether it's dominoes or sandwiches, you you're always taken care of.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the thing that's, you know, nice about a club like sporting KC for, for the media that show up there is You know, for better or for worse, MLS is still a young, growing league relative to a lot of the other professional sports leagues. So, I mean, you and I are just a couple of guys who started a podcast that we do out of our own homes just for kicks. But when we get there with them on on media day or whatnot, like, hey, it's still like you're part of the media. Whereas I imagine something that like if we were to try to do that with like the Kansas City Chiefs, I imagine that's a lot harder. But but sporting, I think they they do a pretty good job.
2: you think we get denied if we try to get a Chiefs press pass together? I think it'd be a
1: lot. I don't, I don't know. I think it'd be a lot harder if we had just like a fan podcast for the Chiefs. But
2: I mean, you want to start going to games, buddy? <laughs> I don't want to pay 60 bucks for parking every game. Well, that's true. We would go park at a gas station and get in that taxi <laughs> or walk, you know? Yeah.
1: I, uh, I just I think that sporting, you know, they know how much time the quote unquote fan media whether it's blue Testament or us or or other podcasts or whatnot. um, Sometimes we're the only media at the games who are in the press conferences or whatnot. I mean, there's usually a star reporter there, but there's usually the star reporter. And then sometimes it's just the blue Testament and then no other pod. So, um, you know, it's, it's, I think they know that we're, we're dedicated in terms of of talking about the club and giving them coverage. So I appreciate that. They give us that opportunity.
2: I think they know like, they're going to have the both of us in the media game this year. Like it just, it makes sense. We're, we're holding it down, representing and Mm -hmm. uh, we're ready to score some goals.
1: Yeah. Pretty. You're
2: going to do a better job than I, uh,
1: I did a couple of years ago in the media game. I remember I was so out of shape.
2: It was bad you got time you got, <laughs> I, What is that, I, 15 minute 10 minute game yeah
1: I, I still think I got a secondary assist that didn't
2: show up on the score sheet but it's all oh, I think I
1: assisted Sperry who assisted Goodwin who who put the ball in the back of the net so
2: <laughs> I I passed the ball in uh last week and to Chris our, our buddy Chris and he scored off my pass in and I was like that's an assist right like I'm yeah. totally gonna count that <laughs> of course so let's uh
1: let's talk about this this Houston game um First game, yeah. uh, first home game of, of the 2022 regular season. I could not be there because I was game. traveling, but t- what was the
2: atmosphere like? People uh, rearing to go? Tons of people, right? Yeah. I mean, it was just packed. Uh, you know, I have new seats, new perspective on the game for me. So that was fun. But the wind right away, you're just like, ooh, this is going to mess with my hair and mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah.
2: and And it kind of did. You can kind of tell, like, going with the wind is way different than going against it as that ball moves right
1: yeah and they got they got the game in before any like rain or lightning or anything came right yes and i
2: will say uh the new jersey's kind of fire and i don't it's growing on me dude we talked about it at first you don't even see the 913816 in the jersey right right. unless you're like really close or it hits the light right it's kind of slick and full of like if it's a marvel movie dude bunch of easter eggs you know It's kind of cool.
1: It's like you hit it right, and it looks like the Matrix numbers are streaming down the jersey, kind of.
2: Oh, my God. New Outlook on this jersey. That's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: It's cool. I bought it, and it's, it's, <laughs> it hugs the arms a little tighter, or okay. I'm getting buffer. That's probably, probably that it. one. Yeah. <laughs> or fatter. God damn it, pandemic. But it's it's nice, dude. I think you might end up getting it. Uh, I was looking for those socks. I was tweeting at Sporting Style. I couldn't get a hold of them because I wanted to buy the socks. There will be more
1: opportunities, I'm sure. Yeah. So, maybe. Well, the in, in terms of the lineup, I mean, we knew Kyrie was going to be out there at number nine. Didn't really know what the midfield was going to look like because we still have no
2: Gotti Kinda. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you Uri. listen to our pod last week? Yeah. So I was like, we'll probably have Mori out there and then freaking <laughs> Kansas ass. <laughs> Who am I? Who am uh, I to say? I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible.
1: Uh, Uri is, is still injured. So, remy voltaire dropped back to the six which is fine i mean he's played the six before and he's he's good at it but so dumb but then we had the roger and and felipe
2: yeah at felipe
1: dude almost like he had a great
2: showing against atlanta
1: felipe he's he's good man
2: he's the guy dude he's that pick this year my buddy asked me, you had that shallowy pick. actually sounded like you knew what you were talking about last year. <laughs> and I'm like, and he's like, who's that for you this year? And I'm like, I, I was saying Cam Duke initially, right? Mm-hmm. But Two games in, I'm going to call an audible and say, well, Cam Duke is going to be great in the last 20 minutes of games when he comes on as a super sub. Sure. But Felipe might be that guy in the midfield.
1: Felipe might have to be that guy in the midfield because Roger's not going to be able to play 34 games. And, uh, you know, especially with no Jose Mari now, uh, sure. Remy Voltaire is going to be spending some more time at the number six, especially if Erie can't go. Especially so, if he's
2: scoring goals now.
1: I mean, I think it's not going to be uncommon to see a, a, a Voltaire, Hernandez, Gotti kind midfield when when kind comes back, uh, you know. Uh-huh. So, it, it, this, I, I like, I still I would love to get another number six because I feel like, you know, it's Voltaire isn't a true six, but he's good at it. I'd still like to have another one. Uh, But uh, man, Felipe, he's looking pretty good. Yeah. So it's uh, exciting,
2: dude. And to see such a young guy, uh, you know, end his year in such a down and and negative spun kind of moment. Yeah. Uh, This is kind of that redemption comeback season, you know.
1: Well, and so he was suspended for what the second half of the year, basically. I mean, he
2: blew up, he'd become back
1: player of the year, right? Like that's a story possible. He, yeah. I guess he wasn't, you know, for the first, you know, part of, of when he didn't play last year, he wasn't technically suspended. He was just away from the team, but then he got suspended. But then you see news broke early this week of that NFL player, Calvin Ridley, who got suspended for the entire year for placing $1,500 of bets on an NFL game or like a parlay yeah. bet or something. So when you look at that, I mean, like, Felipe might have gotten off kind of light with, with the suspension.
2: And, well, and did someone ask Calvin Ridley if he had a gambling problem, or did he just offer it up? Like, I don't have a gambling problem. I he can was just. whenever I want.
1: He was just, someone just needed to take his phone away.
2: Yeah, I think he just admitted <laughs> I don't have a problem, and it's like, no one asked. So I, I'm thinking you do have a problem. Right. Like, yeah. that's like an alcoholic being like, I can stop whenever I want, man. Like, right. pff, say nothing.
1: Yeah. No, someone needed to take Calvin Ridley's phone away and just be like, this is not the time to be just tweeting your your spur-of-the-moment thoughts.
2: Yeah, no kidding.
1: But um, really happy for Felipe. You know, hope he continues, obviously, to get whatever help he needs, but really glad to see him so far. Um, just sort of pick up where he left off because he he was on his way to being, you know, arguably the next guy, the way he was playing last year, the next, like, true star yeah. midfielder for sporting. And I hope he can continue to do it.
2: I think so. so I think so. We're going to see a lot of them.
1: And then uh, Logan and Denbe, man, I really like what I'm seeing from him so far. I mean, the, the young dude, I mean, I, I don't know if he's planning on spending his entire career in MLS. I'm sure that's not his, yeah. his, uh, his his goal, but we can get a good two, three years out of him and then keep progressing him and then maybe sell him for a nice little pretty penny. Oh, he's I He's on a like pretty big seeing. contract, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, he's, he's what, 21? 20 something like he's that 20. so
2: or he's definitely the u22 right like yeah
1: he i mean i'm sure he's got european ambitions again but i mean if we can keep developing uh, him and he can there's not a lot of good left backs in mls
2: well did you see when ozzy Alonso about murdered him
1: <laughs> did you see that side tackle m- by murders
2: chance? everybody yeah no, he, he about took him out like i, I say if it would have made contact it would have been a red so it's yeah. like bullshit
1: but um you know the the, the back line this game looked a lot granted against houston but looked a lot better than the first game i think this was our first 1-0 win i think since 2020 i
2: want to say um it's yeah. been a while since we've held held down a 1-0 win so uh yeah we usually in the last couple of years it's always had to be multi-goal wins mm-hmm. Weird. I, the first half you know there there were
1: a couple of moments here i think you know relatively early on. Uh Daniel Shalloway had a had a chance. Um didn't threaten too much. Um Johnny Russell had a shot. Felipe Hernandez, I think had a shot. Andre Fontes might have even had a shot right before uh, halftime, but but not a ton, I think, in the first half that really um gave either team too much of a shot. Um when, when when you get to halftime, it's 0-0 at home, first home game. It's against Houston. I mean, for me, I, of course, I knew the result, but I'm sitting there at halftime like, okay, this game is here for Sporting's taking. I think Sporting looked the better side in the first half. I think they had better opportunities in Houston, even if they weren't able to put anything away. But I guess I would say, even if it was 0-0, I was relatively encouraged at halftime. I don't know how you were thinking.
2: No, that was cool, man. That's it's pretty uh pretty good defensive performance. I mean mm-hmm. – Everyone wants to talk about that back line and it's been pretty inconsistent over the years. And now that we seem to actually have a consistent couple of center backs and Zussi's a consistent right back, uh, left back was the only question. And and to have a shutout in general is is nice, especially at home, you know.
1: Yeah, two games in, and you know we'll talk about the Voltaire goal here in a second, but two games in, what are your thoughts on Zussi at right back so far? Because I know that there seems to be some mixed reaction to Zussi so far of, of some people thinking eh, he's, still, he's a little old now, he, he can get blown by, and other people still think that he can be that guy.
2: Well, if, I mean, come on, if he was so <laughs> old and just bad, I mean, Peter's not going to play him. If, if he had someone better who he believed could do the job, He's he's gonna put him in, so I I just I don't get the Zusi criticism. I never will. I'm not gonna buy into it just now, just yet. You know.
1: Yeah, I I think some of it just comes from the fact. Oh, yes, he is older than what a lot of starting right backs in the league might be. But I I I think there's some level of confirmation bias in there for some people. Is they'll say, oh, Zusi's old. He's gonna get beat. So then, whenever he is beat, they'll look at it and say, see, he's old. So he's gonna get beat. But then. At some point, every defender is going to get beaten some way. So it's, yeah. you, you got to take a look. Zussi was fantastic last year, and Peter was the first to say last year, hey, I didn't think he would have to play him as much as we did, but we did, and he was great. So it probably wasn't first choice to have Zussi be a 34-game starter this year, and he probably won't end up being a 34-game starter, but he's going to be the consistent starter when he's healthy, and he's he's certainly a serviceable right back at his age.
2: Well, and shift over to center backs a little bit. Uh I was hanging out with our, our buddy, Chad Smith, uh, from the blue Testament on media day for a bit. And he asked Andre Fontas, uh, by the way, handsome freaking man, Andre Fontas is (laughs) when you're up close, you're like, look at this man just, and then he speaks and it's, it's crap. It's like a a Spanish sculpture of a man. It's good stuff. (laughs) I digress. He says, Chad says to Andreu, you know, with Robert Voladere coming in, uh, he said, for lack of a better term, trying to take your job. And I was like, oh no, Chad, you hit him. You hit him with the job security, Chad. Holy shit. And Andreu just smiles and really nods his head. And he's like, yeah, right. He's like, I, I know. I mean, I need to be my best. Yeah. Or, or I won't be here. And no. I was like, damn, dude. Andreu knows the freaking score. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what's up. Well, I mean, Volder's
1: probably, you know, he, he's making pretty decent amount of money for, for, you know, being a backup center back. And, and it's sort of, uh, you know, when, when Fontes came, he wasn't an automatic starter and he was making a pretty good amount of money. He had to work his way and and overcame a lot of injury concerns and and performance concerns. And now is one of the better center backs in MLS. And so having a guy like Boulder behind him consistently pushing him probably is pretty good motivation.
2: Yeah. And Boulder was happy to be there and everything as well. And, uh By the way, I just got to point out we're always told that Remy Voltaire does not speak a lot of English like doesn't really understand a whole lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. They warn you ahead yeah. of time, yeah and uh it's it's tough, it's tough to talk to him. I'm just saying yeah. that i think I think it happened in the press conference too. I think someone said something to him, and he was just like, "Don't understand
1: yeah <laughs> he, he'll he's getting better he'll get there yeah. i mean I, I I remember you know. There were a lot of Diego Rubio when he first came, like he had to learn a little bit more English. Um, Yeah. Felipe uh, Gutierrez. I remember I think had to, had to learn English a little bit more. I mean, even Ilya, Ilya spoke English when he got here, but his English by the time he left was infinitely better. I mean, he, he could do really eloquent full interviews in English.
2: No problem. Well, our buddy Daniel Sperry understood the assignment in the post game press conference when his question was how do you feel about your how does it feel to score and i was like short and sweet baby yep. short and sweet you yep. cannot co- not comprehend that
1: well and it's one of the tough that especially soccer media all sports media but but soccer media in particular there's a lot of like colloquialisms or weird little sayings whoa, that like whoa whoa aren't-
2: <laughs> <laughs> seven syllable words have no business in this podcast
1: just like things that like make sense as phrases in english but
2: yes, six six syllables. Six, yeah.
1: but the, like phrases that i can't think of one right now off the top of my head but like you'll say things but that that don't translate literally sure. like if you try to translate it to another they're gonna be like what are you talking about that doesn't this make dude sense. wants to milk my mom's goat what <laughs> <laughs> never heard that phrase but just like um I don't know, like the, there just are, are certain phrases that that soccer media use sometimes that if you were to try to translate it, just like the same thing in, in Spanish soccer media, like there, there are phrases that are terms that make sense in, in the native language that don't translate. So sometimes that's where players get hung up. But, I, I'm, right. you know, I'm sure Remy will, will continue to get better at, at learning his English. But, man, it's got to be hard, especially because in other countries, they don't really face the media in the same way they do here in the U S like you watch right. EPL games. There might be one or two players who get pulled for an interview after the game, but it's not in the locker room. They don't do the media day, the same thing. So it's, I'm sure it's unnerving to do media interviews in not your native language. So yeah, oh, no doubt. Shout out to him. But uh, let's, let's talk about this, this goal for a little bit. Speaking of Voltaire and speaking of Zusi, I mean, Zusi kind of sprung this Goal in, in terms of of making it possible with a nice little pass uh, to to Johnny Russell. I mean, this is the advantage of of Zusi at right back. He's got that attacking mindset. He pushed way far up the field, laid off a gorgeous little ball to to Johnny Russell. wasn't too ter- like terribly well, tough. Johnny pass. didn't even get to it. Well, Johnny Johnny got the ball and then cut it back into the midfield. um Daniel Shallowey tried to shoot. It was instantly blocked, and then. Remy Voltaire was there for cleanup duty and slots it nicely into the bottom left corner of the net. Uh, I believe this is Remy Voltaire's first goal and as a sporting KC player. Um, yeah. But, but this is the type of stuff that sometimes sporting players just weren't in the right position for a loose ball, just to be able to be there fire it back on frame. Um, that's the type of goals that sporting KC are going to need to have this year, especially if Alan Polito wasn't there. Kyrie is a very good player, but not known for being a goal scorer. Uh, they're going to need some cleanup duty from the midfielders like this. And hey, kudos to, to Remy for being there.
2: It was so. awesome. The whole thing just seemed kind of botched for a minute. Like you said, the Zusi pass and it goes to the other player, but then like bounces off that player and Johnny gets to go get it. And then has a great cross, but it's kind of behind Daniel. So he's kind yeah. of messed up. Then he hits it and it gets blocked. And then Remy's just, I don't know. You don't expect Remy Voltaire to really put a, put it on goal like that all hard and low because in the first half he had one that really got away from him. Uh, a sitter that was coming at him pretty fast. Yeah. And he skied it over
1: a little Roger rocket there.
2: (laughs) Pretty much, pretty much.
1: Yeah. But no, he, he, I mean, this was gorgeous, low, hard off of his, uh, uh, left foot, um, right into the corner of the net, right past the the Houston goalkeeper. And look, there were still 30 minutes left in the game. Um, And it's real, like we said, really encouraging that Sporting were able to hold on to a 1-0 lead. Um, You know, you thought maybe it would open the game up a little bit and and maybe they could double the lead, but they were
2: able to hold on. And uh, yeah, a couple scary moments, though. They got some Houston has some fast people up top. They still trash. The team is still trash, but they got some fast guys up top that really had some scary moments for us.
1: Yeah, well, and, you know, we're a little lucky that we, we caught Houston. Now, I mean, let's play them again later, but you know, they made a big signing right before this game. They've signed Hector Herrera, the midfielder from Atlético Madrid, um, the Mexican international who is arguably the biggest signing in the history of the Houston dynamo, the best player they've ever had. Uh, He's 31 years old, uh, but he's not going to be joining until the summer because he's finishing out uh, the La Liga season uh, with Atlético Madrid.
2: So. I would assume this will be good for their, uh, attendance mm-hmm. in Houston because, uh, you know, it's so close to Mexico down yeah. there and they have a big Mexican, mm-hmm. uh, community. So yeah. this will be huge for them. I am I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm just glad he wasn't there this weekend
1: <laughs> yeah i mean he, he's a very good player this oh, yeah. is what houston should have been doing all along why they were not signing big time mexican internationals uh to, to draw more of that l Tri fan base down there uh i mean it, it's a, a massive missed opportunity so their new ownership with the new coach and paulo uh, finally doing what they should have been doing all along um they're gonna get better when they get hector herrera uh we caught him at a good time so um i don't know yeah. i'm 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 excited um that I'm encouraged that Sporting were able to come out of there with a 1-0 win. Um that's that's not something that we saw all the time. So yeah. Overall, I, I mean lots still
2: to work on, but well, I'm, I'm excited because a lot of stuff like a lot of stuff was created in this match, man. Like there were chances and Shallowy was very good on goal. Like he yeah. was in dangerous spots. Even if he didn't put anything away or have a lot of shots on goal, he got in some dangerous positions that really says good things.
1: Well, and he had a little bit of good combination play with him and Johnny at the very end of the game. He, Peter yeah. even said, he goes, I told him he should have scored a goal at the end there. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's, we got to see Marino Zionis play a little bit at the wing when Daniel shifted over to center forward uh, when Shelton was hurt. Now, Peter said Shelton was probably going to come out then anyway. But they said um, he's. He said, I think he was just tired. Yeah. That's what Peter said. Yeah. But it's encouraging to be able to see, you know, Daniel's really good on that left wing, but and, and I don't know how much we're going to see him at striker, but I, I, I kind of liked what we saw with Zionis at the left wing and, and Daniel at the forward um, and and Johnny on the right. It, yeah. it, there, there's some options here. I mean, Zionis, Peter said he can play on the left. He can play on the right. He can play as an eight. He can play as a 10. He's, he's a versatile player. Yeah. So absolutely, we'll see. And this is before even uh, Nikola Vujinovic has joined the team.
2: Vuznovich, so that's exciting. He's uh, supposedly on the way.
1: Yeah, he got his visa, and he uh, he should have arrived on on Tuesday. Um, so he yeah. should be with the club. Probably won't see him this weekend, but give him a couple of weeks, and we might see him start start making uh, getting some minutes. Absolutely. So overall, I think uh, you know a, a good showing. Um, Probably was a little weird to see Paolo Nagamura back standing on the opposing sideline, especially for Peter.
2: Right. And but, I still love uh, you know what Zesie said in the press conference. He's like, yeah, love those guys, wish them nothing but luck this year, just not whenever they play us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, that's a given. That's a given.
1: Yeah, it's um, you know, encouraging signs, you know, much, much more to come. Um, now we turn our attention to Colorado on the road Saturday. Um they beat Atlanta 3-0 at home. Um, obviously we lost to Atlanta three to one. The sports transitive property doesn't always work out, but Colorado won the West last year. They're still a, a pretty good team this year. So what do you expect on the road against Colorado? Uh
2: a little worrisome because they just freaking thumped Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Thumped them, dude. So it's like, uh, okay, is Colorado back? Is Colorado good again? I don't, I don't know.
1: I mean, they got smacked by LAFC 3 0 in their first game of the year on the road. I know. And then they smacked Atlanta 3 0 in, in their first home game. So that's
2: the perfect representation of like MLS's bonkers in yeah. like the first two months of games. You know, yeah. Peter even said in the interviews, he was like, it's going to take us five to 10 games mm-hmm. to even know who we are. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like 10 you're saying 10 weeks, essentially two and a half ga- uh, months.
1: Yeah, that's wild. I am not going to predict a win because I have been scolded on on Twitter my yeah. predictions do not don't work. Do well, um, I'll
2: predict the lineup. Uh, who do you want to see gone? Who do you want to see uh, cut from the team? <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: say they're going to start and then the next day Peter will be like, "Yeah, we're parting ways a little."
2: Terrible, you guys. I hear a lot of Fontas hate. I mean, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, people people are being a little rough on Kyrie. I think I think people got to pump the brakes. Right. Kyrie haters got to pump the brakes. Okay. Um, I, I saw some people saying that we got to start Daniel at center forward. Kyrie can't do it. And, and I what? think it's just, you got to, let's relax people. Two games. Daniel does not want to be center forward. <laughs> no two games. We'll have Vujnovic coming. Sometimes we might see Zionis in there. Like, let's just pump the brakes. Yeah. Kyrie has historically been very good for sporting KC at center forward in terms of uh, helping the team win. I think Daniel Sperry wrote an article where he, if you take all the times that that Kyrie has started um, at center forward uh, over 34 games, it would have amassed to uh, 61 points, which like four out of the last seven years would have been good enough for first in the West. So that's quality writing. That's quality,
2: riding. That's that's, quality that, I mean, journalism.
1: That's what you're looking for out of a, a a starting player is do they help the team win? And yeah, obviously, if you have a yeah. striker, you think the best way they can help the team win is to
2: score goals. So you're, but that you're might saying- not always be it. You're saying that the internet dum-dums need to relax. <laughs> Surprise. The Twitter twats need to relax. All right. I don't know what's going to happen I term up. on Saturday, but
1: I will be happy if sporting can get a draw. I think a draw would be a successful road game against
2: Colorado. Sure. Yeah. But like also a little momentum off of victory, wanting to build on that win. Uh, maybe the performance wasn't what they expected, but they got the victory and now they want to, you know do a little get a little more fancy with it but it, it'll be a challenge and i don't know what the weather's looking like up there i know we'll be coming off probably eight more inches of snow here so right we'll see what happens
1: let's see here i'm trying to look up commerce city do you know that you see we're getting more snow tonight oh i know it sucks it's ridiculous yeah it's not wait on my
2: snow lathe hat
1: <laughs> <laughs> um let's see here thursday and well, why am i saying thursday saturday in Colorado. Uh high of 57 and sun. Oh, that's pretty good. So that's good soccer.
2: Well, it will be nighttime. It'll be like seven o'clock there. So
1: yeah, it's a low of 32. But I mean, hey, it's supposed to be sunny, no weather. It should be okay. Cool. That'll be Um, fun. Let's get to some questions here before we start winding down. Um let's see here. Kevin. Kev Mendo 509 says, with all the social media posts MLS made, patting themselves on the back for attendance in Charlotte last weekend. It was Charlotte's (laughs) first home game, and they were, MLS was filleting themselves over 76,000 people. Um, And with sporting having the fourth smallest stadium in the league, when can we anticipate to hear unnecessary CMP renovation talks start up again? unnecessary
2: <laughs> i love this guy's turn of turn of phrases here. he's not awesome. leading the
1: witness whatsoever
2: no he cracks me up uh the, i don't you know they're not they're not gonna build on to it unless we can consistently sell out this stadium you guys have seen attendance drop and uh right and over the years so we'll i mean see what happens
1: talks about expanding cmp have always been more amongst fans than it ever has been amongst right sporting as a club anytime anybody was
2: like give me a bunch of sellouts and we'll
1: right. I mean, it. when Portland started their expansion project, that's when people were like, is, is sporting going to ever expand children's mercy park? And he was like, we need to get a wait list. I, I remember him recalling, I have to fact check this a little bit, but I'm pretty sure he said at one point, we need a wait list of about 10,000 people before we would consider. Yeah. Expanding children's the last mercy time park. There
2: was a wait list was like right after they won the cup in 2013. Cause I was on it. Right. And I don't think, I think there were no more wait lists after that.
1: Because he's 100% correct. He's like, we're not going to add six more thousand seats if we can't fill six more thousand seats. It's going to look real dumb if we spend all that money to add on a second level and then just have to close it because we don't sell those tickets.
2: Yeah, totally. And good for Charlotte. That's cool. That just means more trash for your workers to have to pick up at the end of the game. So congratulations. <laughs> uh, yeah. Children's Mercy Park didn't have to worry about that because the field blew everyone's trash. The wind blew everyone's trash on the field on Saturday. Yeah. Dude, so. It was crazy. Everyone was like, Oh, pick up after yourselves. And I was like, that's not the case. Right. Accidents happen.
1: Which is the wind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Pacific Northwest SKC supporters says Nikola has arrived. Imagine he's probably not available for Colorado this week, but do we see him before the end of the month? And at that point, how long till he's starting over Kyrie? And will this mean Zionis will be able huh. to give Daniel and Johnny rest more often?
2: Maybe we see him uh, gradually come in for a few minutes at the end of a couple games. Uh, by the end of this month
1: yeah i think we'll definitely see see him before the end of the month i don't know if he's ever going to start over kyrie or not i think it's way too early to project that we don't know simply how he will transition to mls
2: exactly so it's going to take some time but it is exciting uh it's like it's like having an extra change of underpants at school you you feel secure (laughs) in case anything happens to the first one you got a second set
1: I'm sure Vujnovich would be happy to hear that he has been compared to your safety <laughs> hey, underwear.
2: He is the backup underpants for a possible start, uh, incident. So
1: he does have a pretty hilarious Twitter that he started after he signed. He's, he's, you know, I don't know if he's the one actually running it or not, but you know, he it's tweets hilarious? relatively often. I mean, he, for it's, I think it's pretty funny. I don't know why it just, he seems
2: kind of like nonchalant. And
1: yeah. He's he like ribbing
2: the whole visa process.
1: Yeah. So, um, See, here's here's some of the questions about Kyrie from Connor Bateman. Connor with a K says, "Unless you can get some no other pod magic for Kyrie, I don't think he deserves to be the starting nine at the moment. Maybe so. let Shallowy start there and have Zionist play the wing, as he looked quite
2: good in the short amount of time we saw him on the field. We got gotta get Kyrie on then, dude. If you want that pod <laughs> magic, let's talk to him. And yeah. I'm not talk. I don't want to talk to these guys about soccer anymore. But I have people on, this this is news to you. <laughs> I don't want to talk about soccer yeah. because." they they're all stock answers right it's a lot of times it's nothing we haven't heard before right like in a post conference well i just anything that i can do to help the team right get me on i'll play anywhere if it gets me on the field okay we know yeah but i want to know i want to know the (laughs) hard-hitting questions dude like i'm done talking about soccer do you want to go talk to someone about your job not really no they don't want to talk about it Yeah. A lot of those guys don't even watch soccer because they play it all the time.
1: Yeah. So no, I'm all for you. I think the best time, I mean, some of the best interviews I hear with professional athletes are when people ask some questions that have nothing to do with, you know, the sport they play. Yeah. So
2: Chad, Chad asked some of the younger SKC players off the record. What kind of video games are you guys playing? Boom. They lit up. They were so excited to talk about video games. Now this would, this would have been, uh, like Ozzy Cisneros, uh, with Caden Pierre yeah. and, uh, uh, Jake Davis. Yeah. And it was, they were so pumped. They even asked Chad, what are you, what are you playing? What about you? When he was talking soccer, they were just like, uh, yeah, you know, whatever I can do to help the team. Yeah. It's funny And then like, you yeah. play Fortnite, Fortnite, you want to talk about Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> It's insane to me. Yeah. So we're gonna have Kyrie on, and we're we're gonna talk about like dogs and shit, dude. We're gonna get <laughs> real with it, man. It's gonna get crazy.
1: Um,
2: let's see here.
1: Allie says, "Hey, Daniel, mute Jimmy when he tries to
2: give a prediction." okay thanks. <laughs> I'm so. not in control here. Does it, <laughs> nope, I there just mute myself, and that oh. that just seems weird. Thank you, Allie. But you're right. So <laughs> thank you, Allie. Why do you hate me? No prediction, just for <laughs> you this
1: week uh let's see here sierra girl 46 says will pb sub roger when he is gassed or will roger get a red card first he made two hard tackles late in the game that looked reckless what a
2: great wow sports betting live that's a great over under (laughs) there on if roger uh gets subbed out first or gets a red
1: yeah she you know she also said also the age of the right side starters is approaching a combined 100 is that a strength or a weakness
2: oh boy yeah. Oh, geez. I, don't, <laughs> I think it could be a strength, man. You look at that leadership over there and Johnny still got it. So things are happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, finally, Anthony Martinez says, who do you think has been SKC's best number six in recent years? And why is it Remy Voltaire? Huh? Wow. <laughs> that's my I praise mean, for Remy. I mean, he's,
2: that's not his natural spot,
1: according to yeah. Peter,
2: but. It's hot take, but let's, let's give it a second right let's relax let's see this unfold because i liked what i saw mm-hmm. like in no world should he, a number six be scoring that kind of a goal like why is he in the box in the first place that's wild yeah uh, i just i love it so we'll 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 see what happens
1: yeah so i mean look Ilya has was fantastic his first few years for sporting kc yeah uri was obviously great when he was here so we'll we'll see i'm excited to get uri back and, and see where, where he can be but um i don't know uh it's it's nice to have a player with the versatility of, of Remy Voltaire. So, yeah,
2: it feels good and uh he's really looking like he's coming into his own and more than that, looks like he's having a little fun. Yeah. Like, I don't know, you can just kind of see it in like pictures and interviews and how he's just having a good time. Yeah. And and
1: that's great because, you know, the, the, when they're loose and having fun, uh you know, they're going to, you know, be able to 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 play a little bit better, play a little bit more loose, be a little bit more informed. So, really excited well, about that
2: you know I, I like that we he was tweeted out about how he had match highs duels recovery stuff like that but he also covered the most distance in that game mm-hmm. almost seven miles dude it's wild like that's more than a 10k uh, it's wild in two hours so that's yeah. it is wild i
1: think a 10k they say is like a, a pretty decent guess as to how far like a midfielder may run yeah. in any given game so you know it's, he's no it's
2: true i tracked like my steps one time yeah and it was like uh almost six miles so it was crazy. yeah
1: so i mean yeah he's he's you know almost a mile above that so yeah um he's he's moving for sure so it
2: works for me man that's it's and duels too winning all that stuff like that's that's perfect
1: yeah um anything else you want to say before we log out for the week any outside of sporting any surprise i mean for me i guess austin you know, two games in, I already saw some Austin sports writers talking about, you know, a shield run. And I'm like, let's pump the brakes. It's two uh, games in. And let's look at the teams you've played. I mean, so far, you've played FC Cincinnati and then Inter-Miami, both of which are, you know, trash bag dumpster fires. So exactly. let's, let's pump the brakes here.
2: Here's my biggest surprise, though. <laughs> I always like reading power rankings. Yeah, I do i like it and i know they don't matter but i try to like you know convince myself that they do and we started the year 10th in the power rankings mm-hmm. we lost at atlanta wait my dog wants to bark over me right now why is he doing this <laughs> i'm trying to tell a fucking he also hates power rankings oh my god he pisses me off i just i know why people kill their babies anyways what wow <laughs> about to have Seems like an dog. overreaction don't call Peta. i'm i'm not doing nothing <laughs> I just I just send him threats. I say so many threats that I would never act upon. Oh man. Power rankings, bro. We went down 4 after after losing to Atlanta. So they would bounce back and we beat Houston and we dropped two more spots in the power ranking. How do you drop spots when you win? I I so we're at if you guys are doing the math, if you're keeping up, we're 16th. And Seattle is like ninth or something and they're at the bottom of the table yeah power rankings means absolutely nothing then you scroll up you look at the guy who did the power rankings and you're like screw this man forever like is it
1: is it jay sam jones is he still the one doing it who is
2: that who goes by a first initial
1: he's some atlanta guy he's He's from atlanta he he was a dirty south soccer writer and and then dirty something and then he, uh, he moved into doing like the MLS newsletter. He's a very sarcastic person. And,
2: uh, yes. Yeah. So why, why are people, I don't know. I'd love to talk to him and be like, what's your method here? Cause it sounds like you don't know how numbers really work. What are they teaching in the dirty South? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't it. know. So, so power rankings up. don't even read into them. If you ever thought they were cool and you, I'm gonna go check the power rankings. No, don't. Cause that's not going to get you in the playoffs. So stupid. <laughs> I'm so mad. I literally read it before getting on here with you. And I was like, oh, this is grinding my gears. That and the high caloric value of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I'm going to go eat some right now. There you go. Sounds like a good way to end the night. So <laughs> it came full circle, dude. Yeah. You hit it with Girl Scout cookies and you talk about your... Uh, Samoa's—they're caramel delights, for God's sakes. Yeah. Welcome to Kansas, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, on that note, thank you
1: guys so much for uh, listening for the the first victory pod of 2022. Hopefully, yes. many, many more to come. uh Big shout out to Dan for holding down the fort last week oh, on his yes. own. And it's time uh, to roll
2: out. It's time to go solo. Rolling.
1: He's gonna have his breakout, you know, solo pod eventually. Uh but uh thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you leave that five star rating and review. Uh follow start, us. no
2: other pod to the revenge.
1: <laughs> follow <laughs> us on uh on Twitter and Instagram at no other pod, uh, check out our Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod, or shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. And if you have not yet got your merch, bit.ly.com slash no other pod. Uh, but we'll be back next week, hopefully with a victory pod. We'll see. It's gonna be a tough game on the road against Colorado, but uh, we'll we'll be back no matter what happens. Uh, but until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. No other pod three. The reckoning.